When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and training camp is finally here for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Our whole team is going to be out there talking to players. Players report today, Wednesday, July 26th. But we'll be also in Latrobe at St. Vincent College the entire time. We're going to get you all set up with a preview here. Myself, your host, Chris Carter, here with Ray Fittipaldo, one of our Scheme Steelers beat writers at the Post-Gazette. It's going to be a fun time at training camp. Get ready for us right here on the North Shore Drive podcast. Let's get into it. You are now listening to the North Shore Drive podcast, a show on all things Pittsburgh sports from the writers of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, hosted by Christopher Carter. Hello and welcome to the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I'm your host, Chris Carter. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of our, da- our daily content that comes out from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, as well as our, as our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday episodes of the North Shore Drive podcast that covers all things Pittsburgh sports. We're doing a Steelers focused episode here as training camp starts today players report at 10 a.m this morning uh wednesday morning we've got ray fittipano who will be on hand uh there along with myself jerry Dulac, and brian badko it's gonna be a fun training camp ray did you get enough rest before training camp started back or are you kind of like man why is this starting already no absolutely three weeks off chris i took all of my hit my vacation basically in one block so i'm uh, i'm raring to go for 2023 St. Vincent. That's a smart way to do it. A smart way for you to do get your windows and doors installed is to go to Pella Windows and Doors of Pittsburgh. There's no better place to get new windows and doors installed in your home than Pella, who can help you save on energy costs year-round. Schedule a free in-home consultation with your local Pella Windows and Doors to find the right product for your home and budget. Give us a call at 866-593-1560 to discuss your project further. That's 866-593-1560 to get started planning on your windows and doors installation with Pella windows and doors of pittsburgh ray i want to lead off about one thing that'll be talked about a lot in training camp and that's kenny pickett we'll talk about the rookies in a minute here but kenny pickett is in such a different position than he was this time last year last year we were just wondering what the heck was he going to look like in training camp i you know we we saw him at pit that was one thing but see how he adjusted to the nfl you remember the early days of his him struggling in training camp and how he slowly got better and then eventually of course became the starting quarterback over mitch trubisky but what are you expecting to see out of Kenny Pickett that could be different and noticeable for the Steelers fans who attend training camp? Yeah, I mean, I almost think it's going to be like night and day, Chris. I mean, you mentioned mm-hmm. it. That first week of camp last year, he was um, 
it was it was bad, and uh, people were talking about, oh, what's this going to look like um, in September, October, if he has to play? And you know, we don't all know how that worked out. You know, by I don't know by mid August, um, was it that first preseason game or that second preseason game where he came in there and mm-hmm. he played pretty darn well? And you know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't but a month later or so that uh, you know he was out there as the full time starter. So um, you know, I think you'll you'll see leadership skills on display much more so this camp than you did last camp. I think last camp you wanted to tread lightly because Mr. Trubisky was, um, you know, sort of crowned to be the starter um, early in the camp, even though that was never come out and, you know, stated. Um, so I, I think this year with, with him being the undisputed starter, I think you'll see him have more reins of the offense. And obviously I think we'll have much more command and attention of his teammates too. And I think that's only to be expected when you're in the position he's in entering year two. I agree. It's to be expected uh, when it comes to Kenny Pickett's end growth there. But I also think this is part of what his strength has always been, right? Like he's like, you know, coming out of college, his biggest thing was preparation, was leadership, was having the mental capacity to right. to, to take the right steps, to notice the things that you that everyone needs to improve, not just him. And I think that's going to be a big thing about this is when we're seeing seven shots and we're seeing the offense go up against the defense and make no mistake, this is going to be a defensive led team. As long as the year goes the way the Steelers hope it does. This defense has been assembled and paid in the way that, you know, they we saw the, the high Smith contract extension uh, uh, last week, we, we've seen how the Steelers have assembled the defense. That's going to be the leading factor here. But make no mistake, you've seen plenty of training camp battles, both for positions and just for pride over the, over the years, Ray. I think this is gonna, there's going to be a lot of heated contention in this camp when the offense is trying to prove itself against a defense that's well-established and probably will be among the best in the NFL this year. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head. You look at what they're paying T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith to be one of the top uh, edge rushing duos in the NFL. They're paying Cam Hayward. They're paying Larry Ogunjomi, uh, Ogunjobi a fair sum of money, Minka Fitzpatrick. So I think you're right. You know, I, I think this offense is going to have a lot to prove. And uh, I think they're going to be hungry. You know, Kenny Pickett uh, is going to want to earn his teammates respect even more than he did late last season. I think what happened in December and January was a great start. But I think he has to go out there and prove it again. And when you look at this offense, uh, Najee Harris coming off an injury-riddled first half of the season, you know he's going to want off want to get off to a great start. I mean, we can debate how much he should be out there in practice in the preseason games, but he's going to have a lot to prove. Pat Fryermuth, I, I think he's got to step up and be much more of a factor in the red zone than he was last year. So I think he's got a lot to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, Deontay Johnson coming off a no-touchdown season. George Pickens going into year two. So, yeah. I think these guys are young and hungry. Um, a lot of these guys will be playing for second contracts in the not too distant future, so they're going to want to establish themselves. And what better way to do it against, uh, you know, what we all think is probably going to be a top five, certainly a top ten defense in the NFL. Right, and, and, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see how they how that how that offense bangs up against that defense in, in seven shots. We know how competitive it gets, and in the hot summer too, on the days of August when it's just it's in the nineties, there's no cloud cover. These guys have just been going at each other for weeks. There's times where it gets contentious. You've seen plenty of, of battles and fights, and just times where temperatures boil over. Not outside, but even inside the players, just getting just getting ready for the moment. I, I'm intrigued to see 
how the offense does with Kenny Pickett as a leader because Kenny Pickett is not a guy who takes losses lightly. He's not a guy who takes failure lightly. He takes it seriously. He, he's very stern about it moving forward. And I think it it's different when you're a rookie and you're coming in and you're learning everything and you're trying to get things around you. But one thing I I remember from Kenny Pickett's days at Pitt was – that when he would, when he would, when he would, even when he would struggle, as long as he was a guy, he would get other people in line. Like, hey, you got to be better. You got. He would demand that of everyone. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see the range that he has as far as the respect he'll have from all the offensive linemen to the wide receivers to the running backs to the tight ends. Everybody listening to him when things aren't going the right way or are going the right way. If people do get behind him and the the increased leadership approval we see from across the board with the Steelers because there's times when guys try to step up me leaders Ray and they're just not hurt you know there's guys that, that, that try yeah. to be that it's just why why should we listen to you but I think it'd be really intriguing to see if Kenny Pickett is that guy who does get that respect in training camp this year and how that could lead to positive success for the season to come yeah I mean listen our, uh leadership and um uh you know being a captain that's that's earned. That's not given, right? So, right. Um, you know, I, I think there were some big steps taken by Kenny uh, towards the end of last season, but I also think he's going to have to do it again. You know, you continually have to prove yourself in this league. So what happened in December and January, um, that's great, but I think he's going to want to go out, and uh, I think he's going to have the, the, the backs of uh, his teammates, and his teammates are going to have his back. Um, what I saw in the spring, I thought that offensive line was squarely behind him. Um, uh, even the new guys. And then, of course, you know, Deontay Johnson and, and George Pickens, that's their guy too. So, yeah, I think it's full steam ahead. Um, you know, Kenny's in a different position this year. I'm anxious and, um, you know, curious to see how it turns out in terms of what he can bring and what this offense can bring to the table um, in 2023. Absolutely. I want to talk to you about the rookies here, because as much as we're talking about Kenny Pickett, and he is going to be a major storyline so long as he is a Pittsburgh Steeler. But I've got to talk to you about the rookies, the excitement of the draft class that Omar Khan and Mike Tomlin have brought into this organization. We'll talk about what to expect from them and some your, some thoughts of yours before the Steelers report this Wednesday as they to St. Vincent camp for training camp for the uh, for the 2023 season. We'll get to that in a minute here on the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. But first, got to remind you, this show is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Pittsburgh. There's no better place to get new windows and doors installed in your home than Pella, who can save you on your on energy costs all year round. Schedule a free in-home consultation with your local Pella Windows and Doors to find the right product for your home and budget. Just give them a call at 866 593 1560 to discuss your project further. That's 866-593-1560 to start getting planning on your new windows and doors installation with Pello Windows and Doors of Pittsburgh. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Ray Fittipaldo, one of our esteemed beat writers, and we're both of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Ray, let's get to talking about these rookies. I'll start with Broderick Jones. A lot of hype will be behind, will he start week one against Nick Bosa and the San Francisco 49ers? Now, I, you and I have talked about this a little bit heading in, but now we've had some time to kind of let things stew, and, and we're heading into training camp. We both know Dan Moore Jr. is going to hold on to that spot in day one. The Steelers are going to, when they roll their first teams out there, even when they put pads on, it's going to be Dan Moore Jr. starting at left tackle. What does Broderick Jones have to do in your eyes to earn that by week one? And is it even attainable with how much you've seen Dan Moore grow over the last couple seasons? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, when I break this down, Chris, I think it's going to be simple. Who can do a better job of pass protecting for the franchise quarterback and Kenny Pickett? And, you know, I think obviously um, run blocking is going to be an aspect of this battle, um, knowledge of the playbook, um, that sort of thing. But in the end, what's the reason that Broderick Jones was drafted? It's because Dan Moore gave up a lot of sacks the last two years, and he's been a penalty machine. So um, when I just look at it from the big picture and, you know, realize other things are going to be involved um, as these two guys compete, I think in the end when you take – what are there? 2021 camp practices, three preseason games uh, before they go back to the south side. Um, When you take everything into consideration, I think if Broderick Jones um, is a better pass protector, uh, when do they break camp? August 18th or 19th, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. If they break camp and Broderick Jones is better in that aspect, I think he'll be a starter by week one. If he's not, uh, I think Dan Moore is going to, hold on to that job until Broderick Jones can prove that, um, you know, he could protect the the franchise. So, um, you know, I don't want to simplify it, but I think in the end, when you break down why they drafted Broderick Jones, what the issues have been for this offensive line the past couple of years, I think that's the main, the main takeaway, you know, uh, as we point towards this competition. Let's flip to Joey Porter Jr. Because he's in a different spot where Dan Moore Jr., has been the left tackle because he kind of just was in that spot. He was a fourth round pick and they needed somebody to fill in there. The Steelers went and signed Patrick Peterson. They've kept Levi Wallace. They've got two veterans who could start on the outside in our experience. Both had four or more interceptions last year at their spots. Levi Wallace, while he was with the Steelers. So Joey Porter Jr. doesn't necessarily have the same hill to climb, but it's still a bit different. He was drafted at 32nd overall. He also signed his contract, by the way. Uh, right, right, real quick, real quick, before we get to the whole Joey Porter. Yeah. How, how tiring was it for people saying like, oh, he hasn't signed his contract yet. Does that mean he's going to hold out? I keep telling people like, what, every year somebody doesn't sign their contract, getting close to training camp, they're like, will he hold out? It never happens, and I don't understand why people freak out about it. No, it's almost like people like this CBA was adopted in what 2011. Yeah. So for the past 13 years or whatever it's been, 12 years, it hasn't been an issue because all these salaries, all these rookie salaries, are slotted from number one until number 253 or whatever at the end of the seventh round. So, um, you know, I think sometimes what these agents do, they kind of, you know, they 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 kind of want to bleed bleed the owners for a little bit here and there um, with a few things on the contract, but. Um, this was never an issue. Even if he didn't sign Chris, he would go out and practice. He has insurance. Right. They have insurance on him. There, there, there wasn't ever any issue about him practicing. So, yeah, much ado about nothing the last couple of days. But, uh, hey, he finally did sign on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Absolutely. It was, ne- it was never an issue. But now let's talk about what you expect from him in training camp. I think it could be really interesting as far as a learning curve for him. I mean, as well as Broderick Jones, who's going to go up against maybe the best edge rushing unit in all of football, but especially, you know, the difference in how the guys that Joey Porter Jr. is probably going to go up against play Deontay Johnson, a a, a top tier route runner. You could say he's not a top tier wide receiver because he doesn't have the numbers, but when it comes to getting separation, there are very few people who are on his level at doing that part of the job of being a wide receiver. Meanwhile, George Pickens being a very top tier combat catch guy. There's very people that have the catch ratings that he has when it comes to going up and getting the football, two very different receivers for the Steelers. And I can see Joey Porter Jr. Lining up across from both of them. What's your expectations for how he takes on that challenge and how we'll see him coming out of this training camp 
Well, Chris, you remember what George Pickens did last year, uh, virtually every day of training camp, he, making he plays, um, one-on-one periods against corners, one-on-one periods against Minka, and he was awesome. So what better way for Joey Porter Jr. to announce his arrival um, or for Mike Tomlin to announce Joey Porter's arrival by pitting those two guys up against each other in many, many competition periods? I fully expect that. Yeah, we're going to see some – Deontay Johnson versus Joey Porter. That, that's going to be, um, you know, a big part of this. But I think George Pickens versus Joey Porter Jr. is going to be something we see almost every single day, not only in team periods, but those those one-on-one competition periods where Mike Tallman makes it a point to go over and watch. I, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, 14 versus 24. I, I think we're going to see that a lot, of, a lot as well. And, I think part of it is also the feistiness. Ray, you, you were around when Ike Taylor was going up against Antonio Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like the, those fights. days were yeah. the, the, the fights that came out of that, the contentious, because, not because they hated each other, which I mean, at times they kind of did, but at, at the same time, they were two high-level athletes competing to prove who was better in those moments. These are two young guys who are coming out of very proud college football programs and are very proud college football players, and they are ready to show that they are the, they are the guys. And when they're getting matched up, it's going to get heated. And I think that's when going to be one of the matchups when you know when we're all running around the sidelines during practice trying to figure out which drills we're going to watch. When those two guys lock horns, I think there's going to be a few times where a bunch of us from the media are running over, pulling pulling out our phones, and being like, "All right, what happens with this one?" Because yeah. they are going to throw down a lot. Oh, and you don't think uh, Joey Porter knows that? That's there's a reason mm-hmm. he's wearing number twenty four. Um, he was a young, <laughs> he was a young kid on those teams, um, you know, in the first half of the century. And uh, when did Ike retire? Ike might have been out of here what fifteen, sixteen. So around then, yeah, yeah. So I mean, Joey was back here because his dad his dad came back here and coached in twenty fifteen. So he was probably around Ike for another year or two after that. So um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great to watch those those periods. Um, I'm looking forward to Broderick Jones versus TJ Watt, Broderick Jones versus Alex Highsmith, Broderick Jones versus Cam Hayward, Keanu Benton versus Mason Cole. But yeah, I I think the, some of the real shows are going to be Pickens versus Joey Porter Jr. Let those two uh, fight it out. I I think it's going to make for some great theater um, throughout training camp. I wanted you got to the person I wanted to talk to next, and that's Keanu Benton, their second second round pick of this NFL draft. I have this prediction in my head: Porter and Pickens are going to go at it, but I think Keanu Benton might be the guy who fights the most this year when we get when we think about training camp scraps. One lineman are just more predisposition yeah. to physical contact, but Mason Cole he likes to dig in you a little bit. And I can see Keanu Benton getting some time in the A-gap, working against him, and, and even outside of team drills, just one-on-one, and there's there just being some moments where they want to push the rookie. We see Cam Hayward do that a lot with all young offensive linemen. I think some of the older offensive linemen are going to poke and prod Keanu Benton because the Steelers want him to be a bully. They want him to be, as he called himself, a goon yeah, that, yeah. He wants, that, that Mike Tomlin wants him to be. I can foresee them testing, okay, let's push your limits, see how much you can take, and then how how you respond, and then let's try to rebrand how you respond because you don't want to get a penalty, but we want you to be mean and nasty just within the rules of the game. How do you think he's going to play out as with, with those, and do you see a lot of confrontations like that happening? Yeah, I'm going to test your memory because uh, okay. my, my mind is failing me. Mason Cole, 
Yeah. One of the first days in pads last year, down on mm-hmm. the turf field, he got into a scrap with somebody. I forget who it was, Ooh. but uh, it was a big deal after practice. Mason talked about it a little bit. Um, so we, we could stew on that for a little bit. Um, but I will tell you, yes, Mason is going to be – uh, Mason is going to be involved in some of those scraps this year. And I think you're right on. I mean, listen, Benton is the new guy. He's going to be wanting to uh, prove himself. And, uh, yeah, for sure, I, I think that's going to be a battle to watch. I think there's going to be a lot of competition in the middle. You know, Nate Herbig um, is new here. I think he's going to have some things to prove. Kendrick Green is fighting for a job to stay in the NFL. Kevin Dotson is fighting for a job to stay in the NFL. You're going to see a lot of short tempers this year, Chris, because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of guys who not only are battling to be on this 53-man roster, they're battling to stay in this league and Absolutely. to draw a paycheck in 2023. Now, I may be wrong here. I want to say it was Robert Spillane because I was trying to think because I was trying to think of who got into Nooks last year, but I remember Spillane being quite testy a little bit last year in training camp. Yeah. I might be mixed because there were there's always a bunch of fights. Like that's the other thing. Like people don't even understand this isn't like a oh, Oh my gosh, they're fighting situation. It's more like a oh, this, this is the fight that happened today. It's, just, it's part of physical games like this. And I think, but I think it was Spillane that got into it. Mason Cole in the big one that happened at the start of last year. Yeah, and Mason was laughing about it afterwards. I think his family, his family was there. You know, they were watching, and he was joking around. And um, it's, it's totally, it's forgotten within ten minutes of practice being over. But uh, yeah, I, I love the lineman fights. You'll you'll see linebackers get into it sometimes too. But uh, that's going to be some 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 great action up there in training camp, seeing not only the new guys but the young guys get involved and see what they're all about. Absolutely. We'll see more about those rookies and hear from them when they arrive at Steelers training camp later today here on Wednesday. This is the North Shore Drive podcast. we got one more segment. want to talk to Ray about some surprise people to keep your eye on at training camp. If you're going to training camp and say visit college or if you're just following along with our great coverage here at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, stick with us. We'll be right back talking more tra- Steelers training camp right here on the North Shore Drive podcast. And a reminder that here on the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, our show is sponsored by GameTime.co. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have at your favorite event thanks to GameTime. It's an app that you can download right to your phone or mobile device, and you can book tickets even up to the last minute for events that you didn't plan out for far in advance. And they give you these amazing killer deals on and flash deals on tickets for events like football games, basketball games, baseball games, concerts, comedy, theater, and, and all sorts of events in your area and abroad. The game time guarantee also means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and same row for less at the same event somewhere else, game time will credit you 110% of the difference between those tickets and the tickets you bought off of game time. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code PITTPIT for $20 off your first purchase or go to their website, game time.co terms and conditions apply create an account and redeem code pitt pit for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed back here on the locked on steelers podcast i'm your host chris carter here with ray Fittipato, our steam steelers beat writer here ray let's talk about some surprise players because everyone's hyped about rookies Everyone's hyped about Kenny Pickett, but who are some players that you don't hear talked about enough that you are, you have like in your notebook circled around like, okay, I want to see what this guy does when we start seeing him in pads. 
Well, I'm going to give you two, and they are rookies, but they haven't been talked about okay. a lot considering, you know, the attention we've given, um, you know, the guys who were drafted in the top three rounds. I want to see what Nick Herbig is all about, an outside linebacker. There's been a lot of people who are saying, well, he's eventually he's going to play inside. He's not big enough to play outside. But this guy produced at Wisconsin. He's about 6'1", 240. He is undersized for, like, the standard Steelers 3-4 outside linebacker. But I want to see him in pads. If you remember from OTAs, he was uh, one of the guys where they had to tell him, settle down a little bit. We're, you know, we're just in helmets and shorts here. And uh, I, I want to see him. And the other guy is, I don't, and I, Chris, I don't know if he's fighting for a spot on the 53-man roster. I think he might be a guy who toils on the practice squad for for a time before his number is called. I want to see Monty Potterbaum, the fullback from Iowa yeah. play. This guy, uh, he could bang heads. I think training camp is perfect for linebackers like Mark, Mark Robinson last year, a seventh-round pick, got on the radar. I don't know. You know, I know they invested a draft pick in him for a reason, but did anyone think that he was a lock to make the roster? But he was out there, and he was just – I mean, you, you noticed him on the field, and I think it's perfect for fullbacks um, to get noticed in training camp too. I think Potterbaum is a guy who's going to have a chance to do that. I think we all know that Connor Hayward is probably going to be on the roster as your tight end slash fullback, so yeah. you don't necessarily have to have a guy like Potterbaum, but – you remember Roosevelt Nick's kind of toil for a while. He wasn't on the roster right away. I think Potterbaum might be a guy that uh, we're talking about a lot here as training camp gets underway. If I remember correctly, Le'Veon Bell had to stand up for Roosevelt Nix, saying, I want that guy on the roster for him to get more looks with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then Nix earned his keep. I mean, he was a very physical blocker. I remember some of the the, uh, the backs on backers uh, uh, drills where him and Vince Williams you know, collided. It felt like there was an earthquake happening with how hard yeah. they were hitting each other. But uh, I think that could be a factor here is can any of these guys – uh, whether it's Hayward or Potterbaum, can any of them kind of build that relationship with Najee Harris, who will be the guy that get, that has that kind of say this for this running game? Here's a prediction. Um, okay. Six days from now, backs on backers, first day in pads, next Tuesday, Monty Potterbaum versus Mark Robinson. I think we might see a rematch. We might even see the rubber match there. I think Tomlin is going to pair up those guys, and I, I think uh, that's some uh, that's some action we're going to see on that first day in pads. I have another one for you. I think one would be really fun, too. Broderick Jones versus DeMarvin Leal. Two young guys who play on the line. Leal both can be an edge and a defensive lineman on the inside. I, I think, like, you, you know how Mike Tom, for those who, who might not be as familiar with Steelers training camp, Mike gets the most excited when he's like, all right, five, five, two, two, let me see y'all go at it. Like, he would do that with that with Devin Bush and Najee Harris, whoever he wanted. If he was excited to see a new rookies or just players or established players versus newer guys, he wanted to see how guys responded to those big moments in practice with backs on backers. For those who don't know, backs on backers is a drill where uh, a person stands in as a, as a fake quarterback and a pass protector that is a tight end or an offensive lineman or not an offensive lineman, excuse me, a running back, uh, tight end or a running back is put in a position to pass protect against a linebacker, or offensive lineman, a pass rusher of some sort. And it is just your job is to protect the quarterback and get to the quarterback. And that is what goes down. And there have been some great fun. This arguably the biggest highlight of training camp each year. Yeah. It's always fun to see. Ray, are there any others who you are ex really excited to see get some backs on backers looks? 
Oh, boy. Well, just the new guys. I mean, I want to see, you know, Tanner Muse was a former third-round pick in this league. He's bounced around as a special teams guy. Um, he's going to be involved in that. Um, you know, we're not going to see Najee Harris take a lot of reps. We're pro- you know, Jalen Warren was a guy who really got on the radar last year with his performance in, in backs on backer. So maybe some of these young running backs will make a name for themselves now. It's hard to evaluate the OTAs. I mean, there's like, what, Chris, three, four, or five of those guys who are going to be in camp. We have no idea who's going to be the star, but I can guarantee you one thing. By the second week of August, we're going to be talking about some running back who's come out of nowhere who's having a great camp. I mean, that's that's just how it always works. And the thing you have to watch for, and it's, it's why the running backs are in the news now, running camps get injured the most too because they're always touching the ball in camp. So yep. you just hope that camp phenom uh, stays healthy. But uh, you, you would have to think – one of those guys they brought in, uh, those free agents, those those young guys, they're going to make an impression in training camp. And I think the first opportunity to do that is to show you can pass protect and backs on backers on the first day in pass. Absolutely. Man, there's so much to look forward to from the guys at cornerback and wide receiver, the offensive line versus the defensive line, the backs versus the backers. There's so much to be excited about. We'll be there at Steelers training camp. Our old Pittsburgh Post-Gazette team will be on site. Do check out all of our content at post-gazette.com. He's Ray Fittipaldo, one of our great Steelers beat writers that we have, will be on scene. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here, and you have listened, been listening to or watching the North Shore Drive podcast from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all those places, but also on YouTube to get all of the Monday, through Friday, Monday Wednesday, Friday episodes, as well as the Monday through Friday content and sometimes even weekend content we release here from all of our different creators here at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Thanks again for tuning in to the North Shore Drive podcast. We'll be back Friday giving you an update as to how the first couple days of training camps have, have gone here on the North Shore Drive podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the North Shore Drive podcast of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. For six months of digital access to post-gazette.com for just $6, Click the link down below in the description.